0: You are listening to the wealth formula podcast with buck joffrey get ready to change your life welcome everybody this is buck joffrey with the wealth formula podcast and today i would like to just start out reminding you of all the wealth of information and free resources at wealthformula.com which is the home base for wealth formula podcast and uh, also a place where you can sign up for my email list. You can also join the Accredited Investor Group, also known as Investor Club, because who doesn't want to join a club, especially if you qualify? And um, Investor Club, what is that all about? Well, if you're an accredited investor, this allows you to actually take this wealth of new information and knowledge that you have and put your money to work if you so decide. Um, if you want to join, uh, you have to be an accredited investor as I said, which means you either make uh, three or no $200,000 per year for at least two years with the expectation of continuing to do so or make that $300,000 if you're filing jointly or you have a million dollars of net worth outside of your personal residence which means if you just got lucky and bought a house in San Francisco 30 years ago, that doesn't count. Um, Now, as for the other thing I should remind you is that there is a community called Wealth Formula Network, which a lot of the Wealth Formula diehards are part of. And this is a private community with a Facebook group and a bi-weekly mastermind call with lots and lots of interesting topics, extra uh, content, and there are some other perks of joining as well. Not to mention, it comes with a full course uh, that gets you caught up with the fundamentals of Wealth Formula. And we're not talking about some simple course that was put together. It actually cost me a lot of money to do uh, with the production. And it has some really smart people like Tom Wheelwright and Kenny McElroy and Dean Graziosi, and Christian Allen, and just a lot of people uh, that that are worth listening to. Kevin Day also. Um, And check that out at wealthformularoadmap.com. Now, finally, in terms of getting on with today's show, let's do that. So, uh, when I first described my quote-unquote work to my CPA, Tom Wheelwright, he said, so, Buck, you are an entrepreneur who just happens to be a surgeon, and I said, "Yes, I guess that's true." And I hadn't thought about it that way, but I guess that's what I am, uh, specifically since I am not a practicing surgeon anymore, and I am an entrepreneur. Now, listen, I don't take the label entrepreneur as some kind of badge of honor. It's not necessarily a compliment. Um, and if you've listened to me talk on this before, with say, George Newberry, when he was on, you know that us entrepreneurs sometimes look at our own selves and our tendency towards entrepreneurship as more of an affliction than anything else. Uh, if you're an entrepreneur, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We can be a real pain in the butt for our significant others with all of our bright ideas and often our miserable failures. Um, I have to admit that I do, I do, I seriously do often uh, sit there and just wish that I had the DNA that would allow me to just, you know, enjoy doing the same thing for 20 years, maybe working for somebody else and collect my paycheck and just enjoy my life. Because I know we talk so much about, you know, being your own boss and entrepreneurship and how great, people say that is, but it's also uh, not that easy. And it's, you know, you've got to have some coronary arteries uh, for that kind of stuff. And uh, I certainly have had my bumps and bruises. You know, what is an entrepreneur anyway? Now, let's talk about that. Of course, we tend to think of entrepreneurs as people who start businesses, and by definition, that's true. But more than that, entrepreneurship is the love, maybe even the downright addiction to solving inefficiencies or problems. And if you can find a problem that is not being adequately addressed, you have a business opportunity. And for us entrepreneurs, discovering that opportunity is a rush. And that said, you know, everyone has a million dollar idea, Everyone does. They really do. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, tongue-in-cheek, you know. uh, How many times have you thought of something and five years later you see that business happening? You say, I thought about that five years ago. But guess what? Entrepreneurs are the ones who are foolish enough to act on those impulses because they can be smashing successes but they can also be horrible failures. So, to be clear though, my entrepreneurial life, has little to do with what I talk about on this podcast, typically, which is really personal finance, investing the money you earn, however you earn it. I mean, you might, you know, earn your money as a high paid professional, like many doctors and lawyers and dentists. I happen to make mine by owning businesses or at least managing the businesses that my wife owns. My businesses buy my real estate right? And uh, if that sounds clever, it's because it's not me who said that for the first time I heard that from Robert Kiyosaki. That said, Wealth Formula has turned into a business and um, the problem it addresses is the lack of financial education people have along with the minimal exposure to investments outside of Wall Street's paradigm. Now, that is a problem that was waiting for me to try to address in and admittedly, I didn't set out on this podcast journey in an attempt of at creating a business, but because there was a problem that was being solved, Well Formula became a business. Now, when it comes to investing our money itself, which again, I make the distinction of, you know, entrepreneurship and investing. When it comes to investing our money, there are also a lot of inefficiencies in the systems. There's problems that need to be solved, and that's what entrepreneurs are there for as well. For example, let me give you uh, one that might resonate with you. Say you've got $100,000 of money to invest every year, but you want to be involved with private, private investments, and most of the private investments that you see have a minimum of $50,000 per year. So how do you do that? That is a problem in the system because you are accredited, maybe, and you have the opportunities, but you know you could really only invest in two different deals in a year if you only had hundred grand to to that you could invest in a year. So anyway, that is a problem I hear about all the time. So I was really interested when a member, Jim, uh, uh, shout out to Jim Viper, a member of Wealth Formula Network, who who introduced me to a group called TribeVest. Now, this is a very, very interesting startup that takes on headfirst this concept that I think is really simple and brilliant. I mean, most ideas are really obvious, right? They're the ones that are just like sitting right in front of you and nobody does it. And then when somebody says it, you're like, hey, why didn't I do that? That seems too simple. Why isn't somebody's got to be doing that? Well, that's what these guys are doing. So. Anyway, if you've got, uh, if you're an active investor and you're trying to figure out how to get exposure to more investments with the same amount of resources, you're going to want to listen to this week's episode of Wealth Formula Podcast. We'll have that show for you right after these messages. Worried about saving too little too late for retirement? These guys know what the meaning of velocity of money is. If you're an accredited investor, make sure to check out what they're up to right now at ReliantFund4.com. Again, that's ReliantFund4.com. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Today, my guest on Wealth Formula Podcast is Mr. Travis Smith. He is the founder and CEO of TribeVest which is a group investing platform that uh, is changing the way that we view and understand our financial opportunities. And um, he and his brothers have come up with a very interesting concept. Um, It's in the fintech space, and that's what he's going to talk to us about today. Uh, Travis, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you, Buck. Great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: So, start talking to me about where this idea of Tribe Vest started. Go before TribeVest. What was the problem? What was the issue that you were trying to solve? And then we can come up with the uh, solution that you came up with.
1: Excellent. And it's a, it's a great place to start. Uh, I say we formed the first tribe unknowingly 12 years ago. My brothers and I um, were coming together on a vacation a trip, quite frankly, one that we couldn't afford. And, uh, and there, um, we, we had an awakening of, of such in that we were, we were, we, we knew that the current financial systems were outdated and, um, we knew just by doing what we had been doing was, was never going to be enough. And together we dreamed of, you know, financial independence and, and financial freedom. And we always saw real estate as a way to hack wealth without having to give up our day jobs. Yeah. And um, and despite having no real estate investment experience, um, that was part of it. We wanted to learn. We wanted to grow together, and uh, and, and educate ourselves in that area and in that space. But our goal is this now. This. this this was twelve years ago. Okay, twelve, 12, years, 12 ago.
0: years ago. So you're you're basically thinking, um, you know, we we got to try something different. Real estate, maybe I don't know. Did you read a Kiyosaki book or something? What what happened? Why why real estate?
1: You called it. Yeah, we were both. We were all um, really impacted by the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, as I know most of your audience uh, was as well. And um, it, that was really the moment where we thought gosh, guys, we've got to be looking at things differently. And then finally on this trip was where we actually had a chance to collaborate on it. Yeah. And the
0: problem, of course, uh, with people who read that book a lot of times, because, you know, I I talk about this too, because I had that aha moment with um, Cashflow Quadrant. And it was literally a month. Oh, gosh, no, no, it wasn't a month. It was like a week after he finished training. Um, and I... I thought, well, gosh, all I really need to do is buy a bunch of real estate and and it's sort of like Monopoly, right? And then uh, you start thinking about the fact that, wait a second, you need a bunch of money to buy real estate. And that's where I think a lot of people get stuck, right? Because there's a lot of real estate shows that love to talk about how you can get rich on real estate. But one of the problems is you actually need money to buy some in the first place. And I suspect that's where you were headed with your idea.
1: Exactly. Spot on. In fact, we had had these conversations before, as millions of other people are having right now as we speak, around the dinner table, at happy hour, um, at any sort of social events, people are talking about these things. And we were having that conversation again, and quite frankly, getting frustrated with ourselves that we were just talking about it. And, um, and finally, over a few beers on the, on the last night uh, of, the, of the fishing trip that we were on, um, we had a breakthrough. And we said, listen, guys, let's, let's, have, let's, let's agree to a monthly and manageable contribution of $500 a month. And that was it. It was a stretch for us at the time, but 500 times four of us was $2,000 a month. That was $24,000 a year. One investment turned into another, turned into another, and by forming and funding that small group, we secured a future we could have never ever dreamed of
0: okay. when you guys did this, obviously your brothers, so there is a little bit level of trust, although i've heard some of those go bad too, but <laughs> did you actually form you know some kind of an llc did you what, what'd you do
1: yeah I, you know I think when you when asked why people don't invest in real estate or some other type of private venture. The first answer is capital. We don't have the money. The second is we don't know where to start. And that was that was where we were at. Here we had come to this, you know, agreement that we were going to uh, do $500 a month, but then what? And really when people started asking us about three years ago, could we help them form a small investment group or an investment tribe, and that's of course when the light bulb started going on that we had a business here and there was a void to be filled and a and a and a pain to be uh, solved. Um, we uh, we kind of went back and said, "Gosh, if we could do this again, how would we do it?" Because honestly, the way we did it was through a lot of painful trial and error. We didn't have uh, resources. We didn't have uh, attorneys in our Family, we didn't have attorneys at the ready in our network, so um, really we just went out. Fortunately, um, we we figured out a way to do the automatic deposit, and that was the start. The start was let's do five hundred dollars a month, let's open up a a bank account, and start, and uh, and that was that was that was what we did, and then the rest was kind of gosh, we we kind of stumbled through it.
0: Right. Okay. So fast forward. You've created the, you know, the tribe vest, uh, tribe vest platform, yeah. And so let's talk a little bit. Let's let's get into the weeds on that. So, how does it work? I'm I'm somebody who's got. Hey, I like the idea. Do I first of all? Do I need to bring my own people to the group? Do I need to? Can I find others to be part of my tribe? How does how does that part work?
1: Yeah, great question. Initially, it's, it's working with people you know, like, and trust. And yes, you've already influenced our mission and, right. and how we're talking about Tribe Best. But yeah, right now, it's, it's a platform that, um, where you come together with people you know, like, and trust, and you form a small investment group. You pull your capital. You pull, pull your resources, your network, and, uh, and you invest in things you wouldn't or couldn't on your own. And, um, and that's, that's what we do. And we do that by making things that were difficult things that we didn't know where to start and making them very approachable. Okay. So go ahead. The, the
0: nuts and bolts of this though, now you're not dealing with brothers. Now you're dealing with, you know, potential, you know, partners. And of course when you have partners, you may know, like, and trust them, but you still need to deal with the legal implications of that. So at this point, what are, when you break off into these tribes, are they broken off into individual LLCs or what are, what are they, uh, how are they
1: formed? Right. So it's, it's, you know, the first, it's where, where do, where do it start, right? One of your core principles is take action now. And, um, you know, Mark Twain said, you know, the secret of getting ahead is getting started, right? Yep. And that's where a lot of us are challenged. So what we what we came up with, and it's it's an interesting story how we came up with this. I'll, I'll go ahead and share it. Um, we had I we were we were just starting to roll this out with our initial five proof of co- concept customers and tribes in 2017, and somebody said, "Hey, I have this I have this social network. We all met each other at our preschool." And uh, my, our kids preschool, we play poker together, we do fantasy football, our families hang out over the weekend. And I think if I ask this group of 16 dads, um, I can get like four or five of them to join. And when he pitched the idea of forming this tribe, all 16 of them raised their hand and said, we're in. Yeah. So, so what was my challenge then? Was this the worst first customer or the best first customer? And uh, it depends how you look at it. But what I was challenged with was, how do I make 16 people come together and make sure that they're all aligned? And I can't do that with 16 by getting them on a conference call and talking. I needed to come up with a way to make sure that they were qualified to do this together. And, it, and what came out of it is a 29-point uh, tribe-aligned survey where each individual comes and answers their, their profile independently, and then we serve up an anonymous third-party alignment report that it doesn't say, hey, Buck answered it this way, and Travis answered it this way. It just says, hey, collectively on a point graph, how did we answer these questions, and are we a good fit? And that becomes the basis for a conversation, right? Before we jump into it, let's get a tribe alignment and have a conversation around this.
0: Okay. So now you've got, you realize maybe you get, let's just say, you know, four or five guys together and they are aligned. What's the next step?
1: So one of the big lessons when we went back and said, gosh, what would we do differently? It was definitely, I wish we would have talked about and agreed on the rules up front. Mm -hmm. right? All those, how much, how long, it's important that this is time-bound, and two, then what, and all the what-ifs that are super uncomfortable to talk about, especially with friends. And TribeVest makes that very approachable and even kind of a fun thing. But we, first of all, we're in, the, we're in the business of, we think Tribe investing is, is a way to, to, to broaden markets and participation in places where people haven't been able to be previously. So wherever you form your tribe, we're happy. But if you're going to do it on the tribe best platform, you need to agree and vote on the rules of the game up front. So that's step two.
0: Right. So now you, okay. So now you've got your, your constitution, how you're going to approach, you know, money issues. uh, What, you know, what happens if somebody isn't putting in money? um, How you're going to choose deals? What is the, you know, what is the, process by which you determine which, um, you know, which opportunities to invest in, right? So now you got that going.
1: Exactly. That's now exactly what? it. Now what? So now we've taken that off the table and, and by the way, we're just as proud about the, the groups that came in and got to this point and decide not to form a tribe yes. as we are the ones that, that go on to form the tribe.
0: Sure. Sure. Understood.
1: So uh, next, the next step now is you've agreed on the how much and how long. So you take my brother's example, and this is a pretty – our average tribe is five people. The average uh, monthly contribution is about 400 to $500 a month. And once we've agreed on those rules of the game, you pull up and you actually link your bank account to, a, uh, to your FDIC-insured TribeVest account and you start saving together on a monthly basis.
0: Okay, got it. And that's getting pulled into a single bank account which is
1: an LLC. Well, and let let me stop you, <laughs> let me stop you there. So, <laughs> that is now the third time I've asked you that. Katis. Right, right. Well, the LLC's coming. And and by the way, and you have you have a very sophisticated audience right. and if you already have LLCs We'll make sure to point out where they would just come in oh, and yeah, start sure. using the services. Oh yeah, but no, we're, we're talking about to we're, all we're, that. We're, we, we're we're talking we're, about forming we're the truck. Not so new
0: stuff yet.
1: So. <laughs> so go ahead. Exactly. No, keep keep driving me to uh, to where not, we need to get for sure. Um, but I think just an important thing to point out is part of this initial steps is you're actually opening up an individual bank account for yourself. So you're not commingling these funds yet. But a little bit of the magic is when you're looking at your Tribe View dashboard. Got it. You're seeing everybody's, you know, uh, living up to their commitments. They're seeing right. the goal and where we're reaching. So to this point, you're still not. You're not You're, living, you're not married yet. Right. You're not married yet. Although the social peer pressure is pretty strong.
0: Right, because and, people can uh, see if you're doing your part or not, and if you're not, maybe in your constitution you get kicked out.
1: Exactly right. Okay. So. And now then then I know it's coming then what yeah. so now we've we we've, we're, we're saving and this is just a popular one for us they're either saving for a threshold of fifty to thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars into a syndicate or they're saving for a vacation home is a really big sweet spot for us so now they've saved fifty thousand dollars for their their two hundred thousand uh, dollar vacation home a down pop down uh, deposit and um, and now it's time for them to form an LLC. And on our platform, we have a partnership with um, a number of legal uh, firms um, that help us automate this whole process. And you go in and you you dedicate who the officers are, who's the president, who's in charge of tax matters, who's the secretary, because you're operating like an LLC. And that's really important part of this. And of course, all those, everything you agreed to before is also part of that constitution, which now becomes part of your operating agreement.
0: Okay, got it. So now you have an LLC and um, the, the let's, let's jump into the LLC part because now you're navigating into um, a, a scenario where you're, you know, you're raising capital. You're not raising it per se. It is a joint venture, but but usually by definition, not by definition, but usually when you've got like a lot of different sources of capital, something uh, triggers that makes it into a security. So these are not registered and they're not Reg D securities. These are LLCs. These are just general partners. How, how have you, have you addressed that with sec council and and how that works and and what conclusions have you come up with
1: yeah you bet and i was anticipating this and it's when we start to work with more and more sophisticated investors they start to see this as a tool and they want to see how far they can you know what 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 problems does this tribe investing solve and um you know really with the help of your audience uh we're we're actually learning more but i just want to take a quick step back because this is a really important distinction you know we are not an investment company we aren't building investment products we're not selling investment products uh, we don't get uh, fees or referrals or any type of things like that so it, no more than uber right is is in the taxi business or owning in the business of owning taxis or airbnbs in the in the business of owning real estate that's a little bit like Tribevest. We're not in the business of of selling or building investment products. So that's just number one. Um, But you, you think about it, there's nothing to stop us if we already know each other. We're acquaintances. We know, like, and trust each other to forming an LLC and pulling our capital together to go make some kind of transaction. Now, as you get more and more sophisticated, depending on what you're investing in, we're going to advise you to talk to your attorneys and everything else like that. But if you're buying a vacation home together, it's just the best practice. It's a best practice to form an LLC, put an operating agreement in place and go buy a vacation home together.
0: Right. Right. Um, I mean, I guess part of that, you know, in this situation, I'm just thinking about out loud about how that works. And then there's obviously, there's not a distinction between a general partner and a limited partner. Typically, these have to be; these would have to be all general partners um, in a business activity, I guess, and the business would be of investing. Uh, I'm curious. Um, have you, you know, I hate to beat this, but I'm just, I mean, what, what, what potential hazards have you um, contemplated with that 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 kind of model?
1: Well, we, you know, we've uncovered a few things that are really important, right? So the operating agreement has to be in place. You do have to have officers assigned that are playing specific roles. So you have to play by the rules. You have to act and look like a real LLC business. Right. Uh, the other thing is, is that are all these investors active, right? And yes, they should be. And by the way, on, on our platform and our, our tribe dashboard, you actually have a voting tool. So if before we make any major transactions, we've already voted what the threshold, the voting threshold is to make a, a purchase. And now we're actually going to have it on record showing that each member has come in and voted on that, which is by definition very active in this decision-making process. Yeah. So those, those are just some of the things that we're doing to make sure that we're staying Within and there's no and we're not getting into any clouded area. The market is way too big for us to really start to start to play with those things. And 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 there, it makes sense in a lot of cases because sometimes there's a person like in your group in your in your audience. These are all really smart, driven people. They've they've found their tribe. They, quite frankly, like if my brothers and I would have had a wealth uh, formula tribe. We would have been listening to you guys, but we didn't have it. But, right. you know, these, these people are motivated. They've gone out there and uh, they're learning how to find these investments. They're networking. They're finding them. And now in a lot of cases, it's how how can I participate in more of them? Right. And, um, and so if you come together and you pull your capital instead of doing one a year, you know, maybe you're doing five a year and you're, you're spreading the, the, and diversifying, but you start, but when you start to bring other people along where you want to get compensated for it, right? Like you want to, because you're the one that's doing all the work. Yeah. You know, that's when we, we kind of say, listen, you got to really talk to your own attorney about that and figure it out. And, and Right.
0: Because then, then you're starting to get, become a security at that point. So, yeah, I, I can't say that I really know, um, you know that i I can say one way or another, um you know I'm not a an s e c attorney but i but I do understand you do need to be part of the process. you can't be a passive investor, you have to be sort of an active person at the very least um it is a tricky space now the next the next question becomes in my mind is um and I've actually run into this um already i I believe with somebody in your group, which is okay, so." when you have a group that wants to invest in things, there are guidelines uh, that, uh, for example, restrict, restrict certain investments to accredited investors, right? So, in those situations, do you have a criteria? Do you have things on your site that help uh, uh, people, uh, you know, either verify or or make sure that each other are accredited investors? Because, Typically, the way it works um, is that for an entity to to um, to invest into like a regulation, by, you know, re- regulation D, five hundred six B, or you know, C, um, you have to have you know everybody in that LLC needs to be accredited individually. I mean, the other way you could do it is if the Uh, you know, corporation or whatever has like over $5 million in assets, but typically most of us who are doing this in LLCs are doing it individually or partnerships or entities that all the members are accredited. So, can you talk to that a little bit and, you know, your experience with that so far? Are you seeing people kind of segregate into accredited groups and non-accredited groups and that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, there's just too much interpretation. And and so our first thing is the cleaner, the better. And, um, you know, I know you have an investment group that is designed around accredited investors and and therefore you're talking about accredited investor opportunities. Um, So anytime you're coming together with fellow accredited investors, of course, you're in really good shape. Um, You know, you can start to look at the, the, the rules more granularly and that um, for example if you have five million dollars in net worth amongst the yeah you know all of a sudden your entity could be considered an accredited now we are not i want to be really clear we are not giving any advice or guidance or anything else we're really a platform we got to know this stuff don't get me wrong buck We, we got to know this stuff because that we're helping these people achieve what they're trying to achieve and they need to understand the guidelines and rules. But, um, there, we do see, and we're digging more and more into, you know, is there an opportunity for more people to participate in different types of investments? Maybe, but right now, if you're accredited and you want to get together with another accredited investor, you can become an accredited entity and therefore participate in, everything that comes with that.
0: Right. And and just to to be clear, I mean, that's basically how, um, you know, our approach is an investor club um, is there are people who want to come in um, and we actually believe did have somebody coming in through TriVest. It wasn't, I don't know if it ended up happening for sure or not, but it was a, you know, it was on the voting block, (laughs) I guess. Um, And um, the first question I had to ask was, is everybody accredited? And so, on our own forms, we're going to have, you know, how is the entity, why is the entity accredited? And one of the things basically that's checked off there in that situation is that everybody individually within that LLC is accredited. So, typically, that's what you're going to need to do in a 506B. The trickier step is going to be when you have uh, Reg D 506C that at that point requires, um, you know, now now everybody in that group is going to have to um, have, you know, proof of, of being accredited uh, vis-a-vis, you know, tax returns, or maybe you individually go to one of these online platforms um, and get certified uh, in, into uh, as an accredited investor. So, anyway, there are some challenges there, but I, it's a very, very uh, interesting concept. So, how, uh, how old is the business? How many groups do you have? and And kind of get into that a little bit.
1: Yeah, so we're we're onboarding to our. So we had our. You heard me talk about our proof of concept. We had our version one in 2018, and we realized that this was a business that could scale, right? We know that we're by by these groups forming and funding their small groups that it's changing their lives. They're 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 investing and in building wealth like they never knew they could, and if we can do that at scale, we don't just change you know some lives we we could ultimately change the world and so we went out and we built the uh our version two which is in the middle of a private beta launch and um i'm i'm inviting anybody uh, you know here to participate in this into our what we're calling as our founders club but our private uh private beta launch is with our first thousand tribes and uh, our founders clubs are uh, there's hundred founders club uh, members, hundred founders club members, and again we're inviting some of your your group or whoever here, because what we're doing in this beta, in in this exercise that we were doing right that we were doing before Buck and just kind of thinking about where this could go and what do we need to be concerned about, you know this is our customers are taking us to places we never knew right? And as we start to see paths forming and more and more people going down a certain path, we want to start building education and services around those, those areas. In fact, that's one of our revenue models is to be able to be there when they need different services. Um, but, uh, long story short is we're onboarding our first 1000 customers for a public launch in July.
0: Got it. So, um, how do you as a business obviously it's nice that you're doing this but how do you make money yeah
1: yeah thank you so it's five dollars per individual per month no
0: it's not bad (laughs) okay Um, interesting
1: and then and then I did touch on what gets really exciting though buck for us as you think about it these groups they don't look much like a business initially. We call them micro-businesses in a lot of cases. Um, but as they accumulate capital, as they accumulate assets, they start to turn into a real business like my brothers and I. Yeah. And uh, and then they need bookkeeping, right? Then they might need uh, some attorney services. Uh, they might need um, insurance. They might need property management connections. You know, so all those types of things – and we don't have those all built in right now, but we're betting on the success of these tribes. And in the future, while they're on our platform, while they're looking at their tribe view dashboard and looking at all their documents and being able to vote and chat and seeing their balance and all the activity, and they want to, they, they, want to, um, they need a bookkeeping service or they need whatever it might be, we want to be able to introduce them to someone that can help them out, that understands them as a small group.
0: Yeah that makes a lot of sense interesting so yeah it's basically some different verticals that are um you know that that, that can potentially be complementary over time to build build out your own business certainly makes a lot of sense i do like the idea a lot um and um you know i think uh you know hopefully uh well how do how do people reach out to you if they're in, interested in getting involved with the beta uh if they want to you know potentially talk about you know, forming their own tribe. I, I, I can pretty much guarantee you there are people in this group who are, are going to want to do this. What's the next step and what's the advantage of being in the beta?
1: <laughs> right, right. And I can confirm you're right. There are people in this audience that want yeah. to do it and are actually in our founders founders club. Yeah. And uh, And, you know, the idea there with a couple of them is, again, I can maybe invest in one or two a year or can I invest in five or six a year? with my group and, uh, and, and that's, it's been really awesome to see. Uh, contact me directly and I'll give you, I'll give you a number of ways to contact me, but Travis at tribevest.com And anybody in this audience, please uh, reference, um, you know, wealth formula and um, you could, I'll, I'll, we'll interview you for the founders club and it's free services uh, for life for you and your tribe. So no $5 fee. Um, you get $100 off your first LLC formation, um, and you become a very important part of our company in that you're, you'll actually be invited to all of our VIP networking events and everything else. So you're, you're in a club, so to speak. Now, what's the catch? The catch is by being one of these early uh, customers and, and tribes, we're going we're gonna to ask you for feedback. We're actually going to schedule time with you. We're going to ask how things went where you're going. We're going to uh, have uh, your members do really short surveys all in the spirit of, of getting the the solution to where we want it to be going forward. Got it. Got it.
0: Well, this has been fantastic and um, definitely we'll put all that information in the show notes. Travis, um, good luck to you, my friend. Uh, Great, great concept. And thanks for being on the show.
1: Buck, thanks for all you're doing out there. Really appreciate it and glad to be here. Be right back.
0: Welcome back to the show, everyone. Now I have to tell you again, I think this concept is really, really clever. And I also should add that I haven't done a ton of due diligence on the team or the business as of yet. But I think it's certainly something worth digging into a little bit more if the uh, the problem that it 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 deals with resonates with you. But again, do your own diligence. Um, you know, I'm not involved with them. I am not paid by them. I am not you know on a board or anything. Uh, I just think it's a really neat idea. And um you know it was introduced to me by somebody within Wealth Formula Network, which you know gives it that sort of authenticity of that you no know, like and trust concept um, you know i I liked this idea enough where I did uh, actually ask Travis to join us on our one of our mastermind calls in Wealth Formula Network in the next couple of weeks, so those of you in the group, if you 're in that group, you will get a chance to um, you know ask questions. I think he's gonna bring uh, his own uh, uh, attorney uh, along to answer any legal questions regarding um, you know how this works and you know it may be a chance for you to also form your own group. Um, That brings me back to mentioning again that you should consider joining Wealth Formula Network and you can do that at wealthformularoadmap.com Don't miss the fun. This is where the magic happens, wealthformularoadmap.com. Anyway, that is it for me this week. This is Buck Joffrey with Wealth Formula Podcast, signing off. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Formula Podcast. Visit us on the web at wealthformula.com. The information contained in this podcast are opinions, not fact. As always, consult your own financial team before making any investment. See you next time.